It is only after we lose everything that we are free to do anything. I would like to say rest in power to Chadwick Boseman. Um, he's been a very pivotal part of this new emergence of black excellence. And it is very humbling. And I am extremely grateful to be able to say that I shared a time and a moment uh, and being able to watch him transition from little known actor to um, one of this one of the most iconic figures in uh, the black community to transitioning to you know his ultimate place in uh, the universe so again I would like to say rest in power to chat with Boseman. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am Quincy Valentine and welcome to the Valentine Experience. I truly appreciate you guys coming back uh, for my uh, 16th installment. It has been a a roller coaster ride. Um, It's interesting. This title of this episode is uh, Time. And. Understanding the significance of time and really getting in that place and trying to understand exactly what is my purpose or finding out what your purpose is in life. Um, I am a true believer that we are put on this earth to procreate, leave some type of lineage and uh, and then move on to uh, whatever we deem paradise to be. Um, but while we're here, we want to make sure that we leave a lasting impression no matter what we do. Uh, my grandmother used to say to me years ago when I was a young boy, she said, whatever you do, no matter what you do, be great at it. Um, I never understood the significance of those type of conversations in those time, those those time capsules, um, those things that are implanted in your mind. Uh, we most recently had the passing of Chadwick Boseman and it kind of had me reassess a lot of things doing or dealing with time and how I'm utilizing my time while I'm here. It's very interesting that time is infinite. It is the only thing that continues to roll on no matter what it moves forward. It moves forward. Um, but each and every person is only rationed amount a certain amount of time. And are you utilizing that time to the best of your ability? We always put things off till tomorrow. But then eventually your tomorrow does not come. I look at Chadwick Boseman and he suffered in silence and he triumphed in public. The man dealt with so many indiscretions and pain and the only reason why I could slightly understand it is because my aunt died of cancer um very similar to very similar to Chadwick Boseman I had the same eerie feeling when he passed that that uh that I had when my aunt passed and it's crazy like she dealt with so many things she no matter how much she suffered she always lent a helping hand 
no matter how much she did, she never complained. And even when those days were coming where she was going to transition from her physical form to her spiritual form, she knew that she fulfilled her purpose. She knew that she laid the foundation for my cousins to achieve their own greatness in their own right. And for me, looking at how Chadwick Boseman kind of transitioned in the outpour of support for what he did and how he lived should be a blueprint. Life and living are two different things. Living is such a privilege. Life is given when you enter this world. And even then, you have to fight through it. Once you're here, it's your choice whether you want to live. And I know it sounds... I know that sounds cliche, but... You can choose to live or you can have life and exist. A lot of us are just existing in a time space. We are not utilizing our time to the best of our ability. We put off things or we procrastinate, and I've been guilty of it as well. We put off things because we assume that we'll have more time to hash out or do whatever we need to do. Um, but then we don't know when that when that uh when that that proverbial knock will come and say hey listen it's time i mean i used to think that when people used to say live every day like it's your last it was like eh okay well you get you can get hit by a car today and die for some people that's true and for others you may live a long life but the you're judged, and I, I personally believe you're judged on, one, how you treat others. Two, what impact have you made? Whether it doesn't have to be on a massive scale, but are you doing your part? Are you loving one another? Are you encouraging people to be better than what they are? I had this conversation, like, some time back. Um, I had to be early 20s, and... I was chit-chatting with a homie at the time, and he was like, "Bro, I was chit, I was chatting with some uh, some older cat, some older cat or whatever." And he's like, "Older cat was like, if you can't think of a pivotal moment in your life in the last five years, you haven't done anything, something that has changed the trajectory of your life dramatically." And when Chadwick passed on and he transitioned, I thought about that. I'm like, what have I done in the last five years that would have impacted somebody's life and helped change the trajectory of their life? Am I passing on the knowledge that I'm obtaining? And... I can only think of maybe one or two times. But I feel like it's not enough. I feel with knowledge, you it is your due diligence to pass it on. 
and to help grow the next generation. It is not it is not for us to withhold knowledge from one another, especially in a time like this where being a black man or being a black woman, I think that when you have people that are obtaining all this knowledge about life and how to progress, we shouldn't charge them to 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 better their life. We should willingly give it free. We pay it forward um, because you never know when you're down on your luck and you need that that extra help. It's crazy that now that I'm getting older in age and I'm seeing people transition into the second tier of their life. I wonder what it would be like when I pass on. Am I giving that time, that energy to the people that I love the most? Or am I making excuses why I can't love them the way they need to be loved? Or am I making excuses for the time that I'm not giving my child? Am I making excuses for the energy that I put forward as far as my work and my career aspirations? Am I doing what I need to do? Am I utilizing every resources, every resource that I have to make sure that I wake up tomorrow a better version of myself? And I'm not dealing with any internal, like, I'm not dealing with, like, the physical strain of cancer and, and anything like that. But yet and still, I find ways to, to, to make excuses or procrastinate on why I can't do something. You know, uh, I made a lifestyle change to not eat meat. And this is probably the third time that I've made that change. But the crazy thing about making this change was, well, I want to live longer. I want more time. But if I'm not utilizing the time that I'm getting now, why do I need more time? I I think that I think that when I think about school and, and how we look at time and when you have misassignments and you didn't put the effort the first time and you say to the teacher, well, I need more time. And then you still put a lackluster effort into it and then give your report and you still fail or you get a, 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 a terrible grade. You didn't utilize the time that you had. You didn't utilize the resources. As much as we don't want to believe it, there is your intro, right, to life. You have those adolescent years. Then what I would call your middle or your meat, right? Because I, I look at it as uh, two buns. And you have your substance in the middle. And then you have your bottom bun, right? Or your top bun, however you decide to put your sandwich together, right? And all those things, all those extra things that you have to pay for, your tomatoes, your lettuce, your cheese. You start off as the meat. And you add the lettuce, right? Some substance. Right. You add your seasoning, your cheese, right, your pickles, your onion, 
you get it dressed up to be the best version that it can be so it can be ingested right so it can be more flavorful it have purpose it has nourishment it has different intricate moving parts that make that sandwich what it is that's how i view my life you know for a very long time i was just the meat without the bun and slowly but surely i got the bun right but now i'm putting all those extra condiments on it that is essentially dressing it up for better nourishment and then I pass off that to someone else and show them how to put it together. The best thing you can possibly do, and I'm a strong believer this, because even at work, what I tell my representatives is either I can do the job or I could teach you how to do the job, make you more proficient than I am at said task. So when I remove myself from said situation, it still runs as if I was standing right here. For me, we spend so much time discrediting, hating one another, um, instead of uplifting and pushing each other towards our specific goals. But for me, that stops now. I no longer want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. I think that I've personally done a disservice by pulling and withholding the knowledge that I've obtained is not my own. Regardless of how I obtained it, whether I paid for the education, whether I went through trials and tribulations and I've obtained the information, whether I just picked up a book and read it, it is part of my due diligence to pass off that information and make sure that the next person grows and their soil is fertilized so that they can be the best that they possibly can be. And with all of that, that's how I create and push things forward. I'm going to cut this podcast very short today. This is just something that I'm feeling. I'd much rather leave you with the words of a chat with Bozeman. You guys have been awesome, as always. This is Quincy Valentine, and this was the Valentine Experience. Throughout ancient times, institutions of learning have been built on top of hills to convey that great struggle is required to achieve degrees of enlightenment. Each of you had your own unique difficulties with the hill. For some of you, the challenge was actually academics. When you hear the words magna cum laude, cum laude, you know that's, that's not you. That's not you. You, you, you worked hard, you, you did your best, but you didn't make A's or B's, sometimes C's. You never made the Dean's list, but that's okay. You're here on top of the hill. And I want to say something to that. You know, sometimes your grades don't, 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 don't give a, 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 a real indication of what your greatness might be. So it really is okay. For others, it was financial. 
You and your family struggled to make ends meet every semester of your matriculation. You had to stand in one line to get to another line, to get to another line for somebody that might help you. You had to work an extra job or two, but you're here. For a lot of you, not all, but, but a lot of you, your hardest struggle was social. Some of you never fit in. You, you were never as cool and as popular as you wanted to be, and it, and it bothers you. So your social struggles here became psychological. Even though you made it up the hill, you carried the baggage of rejection with you, but you're here. Or some of you went through something traumatic. You made it to the top of the hill, but, but not without scars and bruises. Some of you fit in too much. You were on the yard rapping on your frat block when you were supposed to be in class. Or you got caught up in the DC party life. I, I know how that is. I mean, we're right here in the midst of the city. Sometimes you forgot you were in school. You probably could have graduated with honors, but instead you are getting an oh yeah degree today. Oh yeah, I have class. Oh yeah, I have that paper due. Oh yeah, I have a final. You were literally too cool for school. You waited until the last minute to do your best work, and it's a wonder that you made it up the hill at all because you carry the baggage of too much acceptance. Most of you graduating here today struggled against one or more of the impediments or obstacles I mentioned in order to reach this hilltop. When completing a long climb, one first experiences dizziness, disorientation, and shortness of breath due to the high altitude. But once you become accustomed to the climb, your mind opens up to the tranquility of the triumph. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change from one form to another. Albert Einstein.